This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today, my guest is Mr. Durell White. He is the Senior Supply Chain Consultant for Trans Impact. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How about you, man? Good. Thank you so much for making some time for us. I am totally excited to have you on the show because I think supply chain and logistics is a massive impact on sustainability for packaging and yes, for many, many things. But mm-hmm. I'd love to hear about your background. How'd you get into supply chain and logistics? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on to, uh, to have this opportunity to present my my viewpoint. But um, how I got into supply chain, actually, I stumbled into supply chain. I didn't realize I was in supply chain, you know, coming up. I mean, I started with Xerox while I was in college. Uh, Funny story, I would take actual calls because I started off as a service technician for Xerox. Wow. Right. For for class A site tracks. So I started in AT&T and I would get calls while I was actually in class. Two years in, I actually moved into account management and a large part of that role was I stumbled uh, across that as well. I mean, even the, even the job, a friend of mine who I grew up with, he was going back to college. He said, Hey, do you want this job opportunity? I walked into the office. It actually was the mother of a friend of ours. (laughs) She was like, what are you doing here? So fast forward (laughs) two years, someone was leaving a position. I, I took it over and I instantly found out that at that moment, I was actually in supply chain. So I was moving devices across Southeast, right? Wow. To different different sites. I then, you know, I wanted to take on more of a sales role. Um, it was kind of difficult for me to transition and pivot from Xerox to actually into a more senior position, national sales. So actually, I went into commercial retail where I was selling actual fleet trucks, commer- commercial trucks here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at tra- at Trans Impact? No, 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 no. Or uh, at Xerox. No, from I'm, my apologies, yeah, I didn't clarify. Okay. I left. I left Xerox and went to a local retail store. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. To to get that experience, right? So you've got some great sales experience behind you, then. Yeah, years. I wouldn't say I'm getting there. Fifteen <laughs> years, in, almost fifteen years in. I'm not there yet. Then and I moved from there. Go ahead. That's why I know you're a good salesperson because you know that you're still learning. And that's that's what it takes. We have to be humble and we have to understand that mm-hmm. this is this is a lifelong journey. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I quickly transitioned into to B2B. And I again I dove into every sector of supply chain when it came to actual transportation, was domestic, ground, intermodal, export, import. And you know, I did that with, with a couple companies. And I found myself within this great opportunity to where I'm now able to use all of my experiences and unique positioning to actually go out and create some type of change and bring value. That's wonderful. So you you mentioned your your job, and I'd like to clarify for the audience what it is you do at at 
as a supply chain consultant, are you working with companies trying to kind of tighten up their supply chain and logistics? Right. Our company, we tra- we were founded in 2008. Okay. So we were founded by actual former, former yes, and FedEx sales and pricing executives. Wow. Right. So they, they had a huge tenure there and they left there and they, they knew how basically large carriers, mainly, you know, the big names yeah. were actually hiding, hidden doors away from the visibility of in, individuals and companies. So they, they founded this company of, of, as a consulting firm, okay, an audit consulting firm where they would go in, pull your carrier agreements and actually uh, a third party firm helping you find those savings and cut costs within your carrier agreements. Well, our founder, Berkeley Staffer, had the, the great idea to pour millions into actual tool that can encompass the entire supply chain. So they went from transportation impact to trans impact, okay? And they developed this proprietary future-focused technology. And we're able to enter in at any point of, your, of a company's supply chain. Okay. Now it's mainly four pillars. Okay. There's parcel, there's freight, there's business impact analytics, and then there's also inventory planning and demand planning. Okay. Wow. Right. So way more than, way more than logistics. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. A lot more. And even we're even, even able to come down a formless engineer, right. For over 20 years, he's, he's even able to come in and optimize individuals um actual warehousing wow complete new new designs yeah that's impressive a lot of customers i get talked to during the during my career mm-hmm. have a big challenge with okay how do we lay out this new warehouse how do we okay. expand to another warehouse how do mm-hmm. so i'll be sending you leads for sure <laughs> yeah, hey yeah. this 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 can actually be a great relationship i'm i'm, I'm excited about it oh for yeah. sure yeah well, and you're based out of Atlanta. Is that right? It, yep. Born and raised Georgia, Georgia boy. <laughs> That's awesome. I, yeah. My friend Meg interviewed her. She's from, she called it the, the ATL. She said she's not from there, but she's paid taxes for 18 years there and feels like she's from Atlanta now. <laughs> I, I understand it. I, I've paid taxes in the Bay Area, so I, I consider that a home as well. Yeah. So just one thing, though. We have a lot of names. Just don't call it hot Atlanta. Please no, don't. I would okay. never. I've, I, she told me that too. She cautioned yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just I just call it Atlanta and, and make sure that I respect that. That's a now, big deal. <laughs> and where do you actually reside? I'm out in Oregon, just outside oh, yeah? of yeah, West Coast. So Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. But I, I haven't spent a lot of time in the Southwest, but I'd love to. I'd love to come, come meet you there and... and you know, just experience that more. It sounds amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Come, come down, man. You can actually come down to Atlanta or our headquarters right in uh, North Carolina on Emerald's Isle. Oh, wow. Yeah. A beautiful beach town. I have uh, been to Independence, Virginia. Had okay. a, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but Roanoke or Roanoke. I've been told mm-hmm. two different things, mm-hmm. a city over there. And it was beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. area. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to talk about how supply chain can impact sustainability of everything, but particularly packaging. Mm -hmm. I think it's critical that people understand that 
when they're buying packaging and they have to truck it all over the country, you know, it can affect the sustainability of that item. So is something, are you oftentimes looking at, okay, we could do this in one truckload instead of five, or we could, you know, like consolidation. Is that something that you're looking at for supply chain? We can even drill down and get even more grain. Okay. Great. So and this great transition into actually what I focus on, my team and I, we we focus on parcel. Okay. Okay. And, you know, what really ran the supply chain network and the market was really B2B, right? For, For decades, right? Now, due to the pandemic, and even before the pandemic, but the pandemic actually sped it up. Yeah. It's more direct to consumer. You agree? Yes, sir. That yeah. and that's exactly the the way to look at it. It sped up something that was happening already. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we, we're there. I mean, we didn't expect to be here for another ten years, right? Yeah. But here we are. So it's two words that really affect sustainable packaging. Okay, and it's going to be actual visibility and waste, and yep. those two, you know, rub neck and neck, right next to each other. <laughs> Right. So really focusing in on that, um, pulling in the resources to actually pinpoint those pain points within both of those right. and how they actually inside and why your actual, you know, your your supply chain is bottlenecking. You know, what I mean, that yeah. bull whip type of effect and do, having that access, that viewpoint of visibility and waste. You're going to have less of a footprint, OK, yeah. on these roads and in the air. That's the key. That's it. And and it's so it's such a it's such a simple concept, but it's so difficult to execute it mm-hmm. correctly. Well said. Mm-hmm. So if I can touch on one more point you said. Yeah. Coming from what you said, five truckloads to one truckload. Yep. And and what I mean drilling drilling down even further is your packaging. So being that, you know, it's it's more B to C heavy. You're going to have a number of packages inside of one box, right? right? And every time, now we have more regional hubs. So every time it gets to a new hub, it's been repackaged, okay? Which is going to create more waste, okay? Companies need to be able to have visibility into that to understand what's their package characteristics doing yep. and how can you, you know, pull back on, not only on footprint, but also on cost. That's it. That's so key to this whole thing. I I often receive packages delivered from Amazon or someone else, and they're got multiple boxes mm-hmm. when it could be one. Exactly. And, and it it was beautifully packaged by the supplier, like mm-hmm. perfect, the right mm-hmm. size, the right spec, the right corrugation, all of the things were perfect. And then they sent it to somebody that put it in another box with more void fill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which increases their cost, which increases their freight, which mm-hmm. increase, which minimizes the amount of loads they can fit or items they can fit on a truck. It's, and I bet you, you're exactly right. They don't know that that's happening. Exactly. Because now it's just become the cost of doing business. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Amazon is doing something which I love. It's called ships and own container. Mm-hmm. S-I-O-C. And I think that to me, that makes a ton of sense and saves so much money and so much waste and so much packaging when people can't even, 
people can't even keep up with the amount of corrugated they have. They can't recycle it fast enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if they're lucky enough to have curbside recycling, which not everybody does, but mm-hmm. so I think what you're doing is, is helping all of us. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And I re- I really mean that. It this we're all in this together. We're all trying to be more sustainable mm-hmm. in all different ways. So it just takes that effort of looking at things differently. So well done. Thank you. So let's talk about a couple of recommendations, some some value that we can add to our audience. What would be a couple of things that you would suggest to a company right off the bat? Right off the bat, this is what it, you said it. Amazon is leading the way, right? And they're doing this because of data analytics. They have access to it. They already have the backbone for it, okay? And companies have so many tools available. And especially especially logistics, supply chain companies, they're kind of archaic. And so many tools are being pitched at them all in different ways. So you're sitting here trying to warehouse and silo, silo data from all these different tools. What is it going to take for a company to actually, you may not, you know, you may not be as big as Amazon, but you can act this big. You know what I mean? So it's going to cut, what, it, what is it going to take is investing in the right tool and understanding that it's no longer about the cost of doing business. Like we're talking about saving on average, anywhere from 15 to 25%. Okay. When it comes to your shipping costs. Yep. But to really drill down to a number that's just pretty sales numbers, right? On average, we're doing 19.2%. So not only are we going in renegotiating contracts, okay? We're also coming in and, uh, and, and providing you with that technology, okay? To actually drill down into every package characteristic. I keep saying it because <laughs> that's, that's, what's, that's what's going to matter. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You have to look at all aspects. We have to look at the the size of the box. We have to look mm-hmm. at how it's packaged on a pallet, how it how it cubes out a truck or a shipping container, mm-hmm. uh, the, the supply chain line, negotiating your your costs with carriers. Mm-hmm. You know, I I absolutely love all of the things that you're saying. And there's so many new tools now of consolidation of freight, of uh, you know using things like like trains and all of these mm-hmm. new methods. Well, I say new, but it's kind of like a throwback. Right, right. To, that's how we used to ship stuff. And now it's mm-hmm. we're finding out that it's working really well again. Right. Uh, as far as uh, you, you, made, you made a great point, Corey. One of the biggest things is, you know, is cutting costs into companies is going to be surcharges. Yep. All right. And you in companies, you know, people who are head of transportation or even financial departments, they're saying, well, I know what all the surcharges are. I know what my rates are. Yeah. They l- listen, human area, human era and technology era can switch up. You're thinking you're shipping a, a five by five box, right? Human era and technology era running through these carrier systems can easily, I mean, on average, 50, 50% of your packages are going to be up dim. Okay. Yep. And it's going to be upcharged. And that's where the bulk of that that cost is going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and to explain that to the audience, so what you're saying is we think it's a five cube. We put it in our system like that, but the the shipping software says nope, that's bigger than a four by five by five. 
So mm-hmm. that goes up to six cube. Right. That, that's what you're saying, right? So that delta, right. it could be a massive savings if we were able to figure out how to enter that in the system correctly. Right. And and it's not only that. Most of the time, you five, six is really five, 10 to 12. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, these, are, these are the gaps. And yeah. that's creating visibility into your invoices. Okay. Right. And that's where that data, data is going to come from. Yeah. And when you when you think of the fact that we've we ship about 131 billion packages in mm-hmm. our country mm-hmm. every year, that with that's with a B, uh, mm-hmm. you know, imagine a 10 percent savings or a, like you said, a 19.2 percent savings. That's a, a massive number that can drive savings and and profits right down to the bottom line for these consumers or for these right. companies, and well, ultimately that, save save jobs. Hundred percent, and save companies. Sometimes I, I could exactly. see, you know, I've heard some sad stories over the past couple of years of companies mm-hmm. going out of business because they couldn't keep up or they couldn't, you know, with all of the cost increases around the world. So this this could be a game changer. Absolutely, it's exciting. So what's the future here? What are we looking at? What do you think is is next? As far as the industry or supply yeah. chain, okay. Yeah. What do, what do you see coming? Are you excited about anything that's coming? If I were to be optimistic, I think companies are going to adapt. Yeah. I think we, you know what I mean? History, history shows that. Yeah. But do we have a uphill battle? As always, yes. Yeah. And the uphill battle is going to be focusing on things that's unseen. Yes. And as we grow, as everything becomes more convenient, there's going to be more waste. Right. Okay. So as we know, small business runs America, right? We're literally the backbone, not not these large companies, small companies are. So we can't wait on Amazon to do this. They they lead the way with the data analytics technology. We get it. But who's going to have to carry the grunt and do the grunt work is going to be small companies throughout America and, and the world period. Yes. Yeah, and the hardworking consumer that spends their their fifteen dollars that they worked so hard to get on mm-hmm. on the item that they just are so excited about, you know that it right. just it. You're right; it makes the world go round. I right. love that. Right. Well, this has been great, man. Thank you so much. How do people get in touch with you if they want to start working with your company? Absolutely. Well, I mean, you can contact me right on LinkedIn. Okay. Yeah. But if you're really if you're really serious and you're you're in a dire need. I mean, they can call me directly. Yeah. Call me directly on my cell and, I, and I'll, I'll pick up. You know what I mean? So that's awesome. Yeah. So I can, I don't know if it's safe to, to give out the number here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's totally up to you. Yeah. No worries. I, I'll definitely give it out. Okay. All right. My number is 404 977 Great. And I'll put that in the show notes along with your LinkedIn profile and and your company website. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you guys check out Darrell and get in touch with him when you're ready to improve your supply chain and logistics. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Corey. Thank you. And thank Landsberg Aurora for your continued support of this podcast and sponsorship. If you're listening, take a minute to review and subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the more we can promote the show and teach people about sustainability. Thank you so much, Jarrell. Really appreciate your time. No worries. Have a good one.
This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book. 